0: deviant. Not just a word, but a noun. It's a description of one who doesn't see things as others do. One who doesn't seek the gratification that society sees as normal. Being a deviant isn't always a bad thing, as thinking outside the box does have its advantages. But for the deviants that we'll talk about, well, they far exceed any type of what one would consider normal. In fact, they have become so thickly weaved in society today that it seems like we can't go a day without finding another deviant doing something that tops everything we've seen so far. I'm talking about those who do some of the most outlandish things that defies any and all logic. You know, the type. We see it every day. Come with me and we'll keep an eye out as the world circles the drain with deviants. Hello, I'm Larry Bentley and this is the Deviant Report. Welcome to the Deviant Report, folks, for we all keep an eye out as the world circles the dream with deviants. New York prosecutors have charged one Robert Berger with felony charges of offering false instrument after he allegedly provided authorities with his own fake death certificate to avoid being sentenced in two unrelated felony cases. Authorities soon grew suspicious after they noticed the word registry had been misspelled on the death certificate, which actually said "registry" instead. Typos and formatting errors gave up what we allege is a forged death certificate that the defendant used to avoid accountability for other crimes. The district attorney said submitting fake documents to prosecutors is never a good idea, and while he'd have been caught regardless, failure to use spell check made the whole thing stick out like a hammer bashed thumb. Mr. Berger had been awaiting sentencing after agreeing to a plea to possession of stolen property in the fourth degree after the deviant stole a Lexus. He also pled guilty to attempted grand larceny in the third degree after authorities said that he tried to steal the pickup truck while he was on bond for stealing a Lexus because, folks, he just hadn't quite done enough yet. Mr. Berger was slated to be sentenced for both offenses, but representative from his former attorney's office notified the court that the poor Mr. Berger had died and requested that pending sentences be di- dismissed because, after all, how are you going to sentence a dead man to prison time? The moron's attorney, now former attorney, Mir Mazza, presented the district attorney's office in New Jersey with a New Jersey death certificate, which claimed Mr. Berger had died of suicide by hanging himself on nude in his closet. Mr. Mazza told the court that the death certificate had been Given to him by Mr. Berger's fiance. However, along with the misspelled word, the district attorney's office also noticed the font type and size appeared to be a little off when compared to standard death certificates. After calling to verify the certificate with the New Jersey Department of Health Vital Statistics and Registry, investigators confirmed that the certificate was, in fact, as fake as a $3 bill. Mr. Mazza later told the judge that he had done his investigation and believed that the late Mr. Berger had used him as part of his conspiracy plan to try to perpetrate fraud on the court. Prosecutors, his firm, and himself, and that's why he no longer wants to represent the guilty deviant. Investigators learned that Mr. Berger had fled the state. He was later arrested, hiding among the Amish in Pennsylvania. No charges that he provided false Identification to law enforcement was pressed against him because he did provide false IDs to avoid being dragged back to New York. But in fact, they proved that it was him, and back to New York he went. The deviant was arraigned on the charges of offering a false instrument for filing and entered a not guilty plea in court. I guess his only option now is to prove he's dead. Bail in the case was set at $1. However, Mr. Berger remains remanded on the older cases. And staying right on theme, just to point out the fact that New York isn't the only place that these things happen, a West Virginia woman and her husband have been arrested after they allegedly faked her death by telling authorities that she fell off a cliff in an effort to help her avoid prison time. West Virginia State Police arrested Julie Julie and Rodney Wheeler and... The pair is now facing multiple charges in relation to a grant alleged theme, including conspiracy and giving false information to the authorities. Julie Wheeler went missing during a visit to Grandview State Park with her husband and son. Her family claimed that she was searching for a missing earring and that evening and when she went tumbling over a cliff. Following that report, an all-out search alarm was sounded from the mountaintops and masses of searchers joined the National Park Service in an emergency effort to try to find the bubbling divot. even using canines to try to track her scent, all to absolutely no avail whatsoever. The search for Julie went on for days until authorities located their inner home a few days later. Local police had come to search the home after a warrant was granted, allowing them to seize electronics like cell phones from the house as they thought that the husband had possibly killed a woman. It was then that they discovered the woman hiding in a downstairs closet at General Hospital played on the TV. Of course, police stopped for just a minute before the couple was taken into custody just to see if Jason was actually killed in a tunnel collapse in Cassadine Island. It was all planned. The entire thing was planned, according to Trooper C.A. Dunn who was the lead investigator on the Wheeler case. Julie and her husband hatched a scheme with the assistance of their teenage son as a way for Julie to avoid prison time related to an ongoing case against her. Julie, who acted as a caretaker to somebody with spina bifida, had been accused of committing fraud and by submitting applications to the Veterans Administration for that contained false statement regarding the length of time she cared for the individual, meaning that she was paid for hours that she just didn't work. Being that they had her dead to rights, then she pled guilty to federal health care fraud and was facing up to 10 years in prison, in addition to having to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in restitutions and fines. Her sentencing in relationship to the case is slated to take place shortly after she turned up missing. Both of the Wheelers now face numerous charges including conspiracy to commit a felony, conspiracy to commit misdemeanor, and filing a false 911 report. It is currently unclear if the couple's 17-year-old son, who along with his father reported his mother missing, will face any charges. It's now believed that Mrs. Wheeler never even left the house that day and remained hidden there until she was dragged out of the closet. Didn't think that went through, did they folks? Now, we all know it's not a good thing to plow into other cars or vehicles while you're driving down the road. It's an even worse thing to drive the nose of your vehicle through a police cruiser and to top it off, do it while watching a porn movie on top of it. A rally doctor smashed into a parked patrol cars of a Nash County Sheriff's deputy and a state highway patrol trooper along the side of U.S. Highway 64. Dr. Devander Golly was viewing a flick on his cell phone while his Tesla was in autopilot mode, and he slammed into the deputy's car, which in turn slammed into the trooper's car. Both officers, who were helping out at the site of a crash, were standing outside the cars at the time along US-64, just after midnight near Spring Hope, North Carolina. Luckily, the state trooper threw the deputy out of the way when he saw the Tesla bearing toward him and it could have been horrific had he not done so. Tesla's website notes that while autopilot enables your car to steer, accelerate, and brake automatically within its lane, the technology's features will require active driver's supervision, thus don't make the vehicle autonomous. So that means, folks, you still got to drive. Luckily, no one was hurt in the incident. The good Dr. Golly was charged with failure to move over for an emergency vehicle and watching his phone while driving a vehicle. Like I always say, when you cram a brain full of too much from a book, the common sense seems to seep out and go to waste in some folks. A 911 hang-up leads police to a scene that, shall we say, is nuts. Yes, again, we go to Florida where the fun never ends, folks. The Highlands County Sheriff's department received a 911 hang up call to which they responded, you know, like they do when all that happens. They were greeted at the door of a home of the home by one Gary Van Ryswick who explained that he had just castrated a man. The poor unnamed man was lying on the bed bleeding. There on the nightstand was a pink sippy cup which held the two nads that had just been detached from the poor victim. 74-year-old nutball had fashioned himself a makeshift surgery suite in his home, equipped with a pain medicine, medical tools, and a camera to record it all with. Mr. Van Ryswick said that he had met the victim, who is now lying in a hospital somewhere in stable condition, on the dark web, specifically a castration fetish site called eunuch.com. That's apparently where people who like empty bags go. Mr. Van Ryswick told the victim that he had previously castrated animals and had even removed one of his own testicles just to see if the whole thing worked. The deviant talked the other poor deviant into coming over for a few beers and a castration. Yep, he's been arrested on the charge of felony, practicing medicine without a license and resulting in bodily injury. I guess one could say that Dr. Van Ryswick dropped the ball on that one. Deviants, what are we going to do with them, folks? I hope you've enjoyed hearing the Deviant Report. If you have, please rate and review the podcast, and don't forget to follow us, please. Of course, you'll be following Appalachian Murder, Mystery, and Legend to get the Deviant Report, which runs a lot along with the other one. Thank you so much for subscribing and helping to keep the podcast coming. Please join us on Facebook group for Appalachian Murder, Mystery, and Legend, where you we can discuss everything Appalachian You know anything about the deviants or the world of murder mystery and legend if you'd like well what anything else you'd like to talk about be fine with me i'll be right back real soon with another deviant report and i'll see you then